Welcome to The Magic of Music, a podcast about why music is so important to us, and I am your host, Matt Speaker. Well, hello, friends, and this is going to be miscellany number five. I'm going to talk about harmony as magic. I've been going through the different elements and aspects of music and talking, talking about how each one of these affects us at a basic level. And we've talked a little bit about the beat and about melody and about rhythm, um, but I'm going to turn our attention today to harmony. Again, my goal with this project is to demonstrate that music is a real magic, in that music does something to us. It affects us. Just like a, a witch and putting a spell on a prince and changing him to a frog, right? It does something. It's magical. And so why take the time for this? What's the whole point? Because, folks, there is so much value in music. There's value in teaching music. Kids need this in their lives. We need this in our lives. If we didn't, the music industry would not be millions of dollars, literally billions, I should say billions of dollars every single year. And doing music is so incredibly valuable. Just the experience of it, even something simple like listening, which we're going to be doing today. Now, harmony might be a difficult sell because it seems that our society just does not value harmony like it used to. I think it's a bit old-fashioned to folks. It just doesn't show up very often in our pop tunes. And again, I'm just not sure that, that people hear it often or see the value of it. So at the moment, I feel a little bit like a used car salesman trying to convince you that this old olive-colored Yugo is a really an amazing buy. Um, but man, Harmony is so much better than a Yugo. So I will do my absolute best to convince you how magical Harmony is. It's not actually going to be that difficult because you're going to experience it right away. There needs to be some preface material, so sorry about that. I need to be a little bit technical, so forgive me on the, on the barrage of terms that I'm about to kind of go through. But it is important because it's going to help me uh, in my argument with you. Harmony is simply, if I define it, simply two or more pitches used at the same time. Okay, and I said notes and not pitches because when I say notes, that involves a specific pitch and a rhythm. And uh, so um, I'm not using the word term notes. I'm trying to be real specific here. And that these are pitches. These are actual sounds, frequencies that we hear and the differences of them. A harmony can either be consonant or dissonant. And there's, there's this uh, range between the two. Consonant means that the sounds are agreeable with each other. And dissonant means that they are at odds with one another. Now, music teachers, I want you to notice I was very careful not to use the words good and bad. Music needs both sounds. We need consonant sounds and we need dissonant sounds. And maybe some of you are kind of arguing with me here a little bit, but that is the truth. If we didn't have some of that um, dissonance and it was purely consonant sounds, frankly, music would get boring a little bit. We need dissonance in our lives because we need, we need to disrupt perfect harmony so that when we resolve back to perfect harmony, there is a, a real sense of satisfaction. Think about a story. Could you imagine a story that was like perfectly harmonious the entire time and there wasn't some sort of a conflict in it? I would imagine that a story like that would get kind of boring after a while. So, so conflict is important and, th and that's where dissonance comes in. 
And you have to admit, whether this is right or wrong, the one thing you, you kind of need to admit is that most, at least Western music, most Western music is written this way. And this is the way most of us perceive this. All right, so what makes a sound consonant or dissonant? And it's about the beats. And these are auditory beats. We're not talking about the pulse like I was talking about earlier. This is uh, auditory sounds. And it, it is a, a pulse in the sound. And I'm going to demonstrate this just in, in a minute. So don't mix up those two. When two pitches are played at the same time, there is a sound spectrum that range from a perfect consonance to utter dissonance. And this uh, spectrum is just based on how fast these beats will occur. And when the beats are fast, the sound is very dissonant. When the beats are slow or they're not present at all, then the sound is more consonant in our ears. So I'm going to play this on the violin and show you. On the violin, I can play two notes at the same time. It's called a double stop. I'm going to do a unison. So this is called a perfect unison. I'm going to play two A's. One is on one string and one is on the other. And so it's hard to distinguish that there are actually two strings being played at the same time. Here's one, it's called an open string. And here's one. That was on a different string. And when you, they're played together, they're, they're perfect. There's no beats in this sound. If I were to take the one of the A's and make it a little bit flat, <laughs> you might not enjoy that sound, but do you hear the, the flutter? in there so that flutter or the beats in that sound is dissonance and it's extreme dissonance but it's still dissonance nonetheless and so that is not necessarily a pleasant sound they're they're not agreeable with one another as when the perfect one had some sense of agreeableness to it and we have certain sounds uh believe it or not the greeks pythagoras figured this out a very, very, very long time ago, that we have physics, it's the physics of it, that we have certain notes that are perfect sounds. And uh, that one is one, it's uh, called the unison. Another one is the perfect octave. That one is a perfect fifth. This is what string instruments, except for the string bass, uh, the violin, viola, cello, bass, this is what we tune with these perfect fifths and then the other one is a perfect fourth all of those intervals are perfect so no beats in the sound now other intervals have beats like uh we but we still enjoy them uh here's one here's a sixth There are beats in that sound, but they're, they're quite slow, and we do enjoy the sound of a sixth, but it's not a perfect sound. So that's that range I was talking about. And so I gave you the really distant one where you hear the flutter, then I gave you like no beats in the sound. And then uh, an interval like this is a pleasant sound to us, but I'm telling you there are still beats in it, there's still dissonance in it, and that's okay. We, again, we need that in our music. I want to play a clip from the Pentatonics, and some of you already know this group. It's an all a cappella ensemble, and the only instrument used are their voice, because the voice is an instrument. But there's no like uh, keyboards or, or violins or anything like that. <laughs> 
And when you listen to this, you're going to hear a perfect interval at the beginning, and then you're going to hear a soloist join in those pitches perfectly. These are sounds that are done very well, and there are no wobbles, no beats in this sound. So listen. Amazing grace. Okay, and so that was just some, and they play, sorry, they sing amazingly well. They're just a very in-tune group, and it's a lot of fun. So I'll post this in the notes. You need to watch this whole thing. But that was those were some perfect intervals. Now I'm going to play a little bit more, and when I play a little bit more, you're going to hear that the voices change a little bit, and other voices come in, and there is agreeable sounds in this, even if the intervals are not perfect. And then you're going to hear some dissonance, but it's, it's not like the gross dissonance I played for you earlier. But you are going to hear dissonance because, again, our music needs a little bit of that, uh, the mixing with dissonance that when we resolve to uh, back to uh, chords, it's like, oh, that's great. And I, I also forgot to mention that when more voices are being added, we call those chords. We're having multiple sounds going on. So take a listen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. All right there. And so you heard this fight on that one note, and then you heard it resolve. And so that's that tension uh, that we need in our music. And then, oh man, it's great. Okay. So harmony, really, really cool harmony. Now I'm going to roll the tape even longer and I'll want you just to listen very carefully to what you're hearing. And then I got some questions for you after that. So I have a question for you. How do you feel? What, what, what are you thinking? What are, what are emotions being conjured up or just a, a, a sense of your disposition? Now, this is tricky because of the lyrics, and there are many of you who these lyrics resonate with you. So that's part of what you're getting. 
what I'm trying to get you to do is just think about the harmony that you heard and the sounds that you heard. What are you thinking? Put some adjectives to this. Lots of consonant sounds in there. They give us that sense of peace. Some dissonance in there. And when it resolved, it was like, oh, that was great. And how that worked out. This is really important that we spend time on this for ourselves and just understanding how music moves. It's also really, really important when we're talking with kids, music teachers. It's cool. It's amazing. Every cell in my body smiles a little bit when I listen to stuff like this because harmony is magic. It affects me. Back to the Greeks. We're not the first ones to figure this out. They thought about this a very long time ago. And they went so far as to say certain sounds did certain things to people. Uh, True or not, in your culture, it may or may not. In different cultures, hear different sounds in different ways. But we're still affected by that. Harmony is magic because it affects me. Ensemble directors especially teach the perfect fifth. Help kids learn what that sound sounds like. Help them learn to adjust and make it perfect. If you remember being in an ensemble that was able to do this, and choral people, you you guys do this so much better than the rest of us. (laughs) You really do. When you get that just right, your whole body resonates in just an amazing way. That perfect fifth and that perfect fourth, those kinds of sounds are phenomenal. Teach your kids this stuff. It's really that important. Contact me at themagicofmusicms at gmail.com. Have a great day.